Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm Catherine. And I'm Emily. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Blythe Rogers, aka Blythe's Bites, on Instagram. And Blythe's coming on here today to talk with us about a balanced university lifestyle and not stressing about wellness being the end-all be-all. So without further ado, um, Blythe, do you want to take it away and talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So hi, everyone. Um, I'm Blythe, aka maybe some people know me as Blythe Bites on Instagram. Um, but more than that, I am 22. I just graduated from McGill University in Montreal. Um, with a major in sociology and then a double minor in communications and urban systems. Um, But yeah, I have always been really passionate about cooking and food and, you know, then kind of got into a passion also with fitness and then kind of brought those two together to help me form the foundation of Blyce Bites, you could say, which I started in March 2020, so peak quarantine when, you know, everyone and their mother was in the kitchen. Everyone decided to make a food account. I was one of them. I fell victim, but it turned out to be great. So it really did work out. Um, But yeah, like on my page, I kind of just focus on, you know, a lot of recipes and that type of thing. Definitely very like food centered, I would say, but also a big focus on like fitness and a little bit of like mental health. Um, kind of, you know, a focus on living life that nourishes you in more way, more ways than just one. So rather than just, oh, I'm having this super nutritious salad, or I'm doing this, you know, crazy workout, or I'm doing this, you know, meditation, that's gonna, you know, help with my mental fitness, I guess you could say, it also focuses on the bigger picture, and how there's so many other things to life that are so fulfilling, living a balanced life, having fun, getting out there, just doing what makes you happy. And all in all, as I try to focus on just living in the present and doing what nourishes your mind, body, and soul, whatever it may be. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of a bit about yeah. me. I love that. That was a great intro, Blythe. Oh my gosh. It's it's very good. Um, <laughs> I was just going to maybe, do you want to touch about, you know, have you always been into health and wellness from the start of university or mm. was there like a little turning point you had I mean I know so Blythe and I actually went to high school together mm-hmm. and it was our wellness accounts that reconnected us which is pretty awesome yeah. um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I know you've definitely been into like healthy living and stuff mm-hmm. but was there something in university that maybe kind of flipped a switch or something mm-hmm. like that well it's interesting because I think that a lot of people you know, obviously all of us in this, not in this virtual room, um, you know, a lot of people who are into health and wellness and living a very nourishing lifestyle have kind of gotten to that place of balance and sustainable balance because of a history where they weren't being sustainable and they weren't focusing on balance and just the extreme of the spectrum. So I guess mine kind of started when end of first year, you know, I was really living the other side of the extreme and, just going out like literally every night, not moving my body, not, you know, dining hall food, having like piece of cheese, like three pieces of cheesecake, like every night, like, and you know what, in the moment, it was great. I was having the time of my life. I was so happy. But then I got home from school. um, And I was like, wow, like, I am not feeling great. I'm not confident in my appearance. I'm 
not really vibing with how I feel. Like I feel just like really lethargic and gross. And then like from then I like spent like May just like kind of getting like, I hate saying back on track because that's like not really like a way that it should be like seen and referred to. But I think from there I kind of just was able to like basically live normally again where I was like, okay, like I'm actually going to move my body and make like healthier choices, but still obviously like live balanced. Mm-hmm. And then I went to camp and when I went to camp, I ended up like, and I think that this is a very like interesting like way that like a lot of people don't talk about enough about how like this kind of stuff can start. But I went to camp and I ended up like just losing weight naturally because I was obviously on canoe trip and everything. And then when I got back from camp, everyone was like, wow, you look so good. You look so good. All these compliments. That's a camp thing. Like, same exactly. thing I feel like with both of us too. That mm-hmm. literally started when I came back from camp too. It was similar for me. Everyone was like, oh, you lost yep. weight. Mm-hmm. All these compliments slightly toxic whatever and then in my mind I'm like okay like let's just keep this going and then Mm -hmm. from there it was like just like a super it was interesting because I was like really into the gym at the time but it wasn't like in a super unhealthy way I was super into it I was like I'm gonna go like three times a week nothing too extreme nothing too crazy and like I never felt like I was like oh my god like I'm like pushing myself like you know crazy hard anything like that but like I wasn't seeing like the muscular results that I thought that I was going to get because I literally was not nourishing myself well, like at all, at all, Mm -hmm. like just not like, and it wasn't, it was just like a place of being like, oh, like if you want to keep this up, like all that kind of stuff. And I didn't talk about it with like anyone, like anyone, like at all, like nothing. And then when I got home, everything changed because I was actually at home and I actually had to like eat more because like my mom was like you know around everyone was home everyone was like kind of being watched I guess you could say in a sense not actually but like more monitored Mm -hmm. and then that's kind of like when Blythe Bites started too because like I was also like you know just cooking a lot I had a lot of free time and then I feel like starting the account like really really helped my relationship with food and you know we'll get into the exercise part but I feel like it really helped my relationship with food because I was like okay I actually like you know, I'm making things to post. I'm making like these cool meals that like I, people are excited about and it makes me excited about eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I feel like my relationship with exercise kind of got worse as my relationship with food got better, which is interesting because yes. I feel like I was like, oh, like because I'm working out more, I have to eat more. And this whole cycle where I was like, if I want to keep up this like level of food that I'm eating, I have to be working out the same amount that I always have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know how it goes. But anyways, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got to a point, like, I think, like, being back at school, which, like, I came back in the fall of 2020, I feel like that helped a lot because I had all this time to, like, cook. I was, like, obviously, like, working out was not as, like, stringent because I was, like, living in my apartment. I couldn't, like, you know, my options were more limited. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was a good thing obviously, because it helped me kind of get to a better place. Yeah. And then I feel like what actually helped me get to the best place that I've ever been in was obviously like COVID kind of getting a lot better, things opening up, you know, university life going back to normal. And I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat where like, it's really, really helped. And obviously with the pandemic, like not ending, but like, you know, it's not as the main focus point right now. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> settling down a lot. I feel like it's helped a lot of people, especially myself, where like, you know, now we have other things to do where it's like, okay, the main focus of my day isn't going to be, oh, I have nothing else to do today except for workout and, you know, spend all this time making this crazy elaborate salad and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really helped me and just like spending a lot more time of like, just realizing like these are the little moments that you're going to remember forever where it's like you're not going to remember oh I made that super cool bowl of oatmeal I had that great workout you're going to remember oh that was such a fun like hangover brunch with my like with my roommates and my friends yeah. mm-hmm. you know yeah no, no, exactly I really agree thanks for opening up about that Blythe I know that it'll help mm-hmm. a lot of people and there's so many people who have struggled in the past with their relationship with food and exercise in their body and I think it's just important to you know keep the conversation going and and I understand that everyone has their own story. I like that you said keep the conversation going. Sorry, like side notes happen just because I feel like even in our society now, like we're all so okay with opening up about it. And there's so many platforms and influencers who speak openly about it and um, are helping a lot of girls. I feel like um, eating disorders and relationship with food, body image, exercise can kind of like mask itself as like different things over time so you think like you get over one point but then it can kind of look like something else like a year later or certain like trends on TikTok Instagram can be sort of how do I say this like they're they seem like they're healthy but it's actually just like another way of bringing in something related to diet Mm -hmm. culture so I think keeping a conversation is going is really important because you never know how people are going to change over time with new environments, relationships, et cetera, new social media fads. I totally agree with that. I think that also too, like in part of like having Blythe Bites, like as I mentioned, and like getting to this place where like, I feel like, you know, okay, I've really reached like this balance and this balance that I'm so proud of where like I can kind of, you know, live both, both sides where it's like, I can have both sides of, you know, really fun and really just living life, but also still wanting to like nourish my body and be good to myself, not be good, but like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, treat it well, you know, balance. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like treating with balance. And I feel like that's helped a lot too. Like I have a younger sister and she's in grade 12. And obviously as we all like me and Catherine know it by the back of her hand, like all girls, high school, grade 12. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a landmine of, you know, toxic comments, diet culture, girls being, you know, saying things that, you know, can leave imprints on people for a long time about bodies, about diet culture, about body image. And I think that, like, you know, even having this like platform like Blyce Bites, where I know a lot of like these girls follow me, like my sister's friends, whatever, for me, it makes such a like, I'm so happy that I know that to like keep the conversation going to be like, hey, like, this is someone who was in it experienced it, saw mm-hmm. it, had her, you know, fair share of it all. And then coming out of it, just like, you know, like what Catherine does to like coming out of it and then being like, Hey, like, you know, this is not, this is not the be all yeah. end all, as you said. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. I totally agree with that. And I wish almost like, I don't know what it is, just all girls schools and just being with girls all the time. I feel like it can be super toxic, mm-hmm. even just like if comments aren't meant to be where it's like, Oh, like, or like oh your jeans aren't gonna fit me like they're too big for me like just small things like that that you don't think are gonna necessarily Mm -hmm. harm someone but they really do you know I wish I had more accounts like our accounts when I was like going through it because I feel like it honestly would have helped me more because 
like you said, when you were going through it, you didn't really tell anyone at all. And I feel like at first I was similar and then I slowly opened up to like very few people. Um, But yeah, touching on, Mm -hmm. so I guess after first year is when you sort of started to, um, as you said, like quote unquote, get back on track or just learning to live a more balanced lifestyle. And then COVID happened. And when you went back Mm -hmm. to school in 2020 in the fall, I guess it was or something, um, how did you like make sure that you were like in indulging in a balanced lifestyle like did you have any ups and downs did you feel like Mm -hmm. you couldn't go out at all and like be with your friends and have whatever you want to eat like you know what kind of was that what did that look like yeah so I think that I think that I went I won't lie I think that it really only started to like really see the changes in myself and like actually be able to like put those changes into action of actually living balanced was more I'd say like early spring of 2021 a year ago because that's when like I was able to start like going out more and like Montreal which was like I don't know if people know Montreal like a curfew in the winter last year and it was like horrible like no one could do anything really but I feel like once I was able to start like actually going out more that was when like the changes like really did help um but I'd say like before that too like even besides the fact of like going out and partying and whatever I feel like a lot of it you know for me the way that I would view like, oh, I'm like, you know, balanced before that kind of time period started was like, I'm a person, I have a huge sweet tooth, making sure that like, I always like have dessert every night and like, making sure I always like let myself like have like that little like, that little treat at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you know. And I feel like that time too, was also like expressing the things like, oh, like having like a really fun like dinner order in something like, you know, a big pizza with like my friends, like, you know, on a Friday or Saturday or something like that. Just something where it's more like out of my routine of like, oh, I'm going to like make myself this dinner that I, you know, that's like mainly like veggies and protein and like, you know, pretty like a very balanced meal, which is great. But also giving myself the time at that time period to be like, hey, you know, you can still relax, even though there's not necessarily a bunch of stuff going on. It doesn't mean that you can't, you know, give yourself you know, hey, like not everything has to be as like serious and as like structured and set. I I totally agree. I feel like all of us are very routine and organized. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, it was really hard to break those sort of routines, like waking up, going on a walk, working out every single day and like same time, same meals. Like I remember for so long on my like wellness account, I'd always post I'd have like the same smoothie every morning, but like you can't get so stuck in that Mm -hmm. comfort. Like obviously it's nice, but it's so important when creating balance, finding balance and healing your relationship with your bodies to um, branch out and try new things, go out for meals. And now that COVID's a lot more, like a lot better now and we can go out for Mm -hmm. meals and stuff. It's important to do that. And even I guess if you're scared, you know, like do with a friend, like you said, you order pizza with friends. Like that's a way where like, you're going to be enjoying it with other people around you and you're not going to be necessarily focusing so much on what you're eating or the fact that maybe you're not eating what you normally eat. And I think that's so important. I think it's so great that you do that. I know when you're in Montreal or I guess even in Toronto too, your like account, you always show balance. Like you go on girls nights and I love how you show that because it like really encompasses like a full like university balanced lifestyle. And I think it's so obvious Mm -hmm. through like so many other people even say how like 
you just like the definition of balance. You show everything. And even even Saz and Sarah from the bar, they're always just like, how do you go out? And then the next day, it's like, you're still so like, like fresh and like you go outside and you still like, you know, like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I would say, I have say I have a pretty big social battery. That's a big thing. Like, I also don't like need a lot of sleep to function, which I think is a huge part of it where it's like, I like can like, be kind of like, you know, like, get up, just kind of go my day, but definitely like do I should mention as well, like, if I'm like, deathly in bed hungover, I'm not gonna post that because I'm like, people don't want to see like my gross, like, still makeup on face laying in bed. But, (laughs) but I would definitely say like, a huge thing for me too, is like, Find, like realizing that like both sides of the spectrum nourish me in different mm-hmm. ways where it's mm-hmm. like I want to go out I want to kind of like be social I want to hang out I want to like, you know have a Aperol spritz like mm, so good I'm gonna go and have like you know drunk poutine at the end of the night do my thing but then also I know that the next day what's also gonna make me feel just as good as last night did is you know maybe getting outside for some fresh air and you know, having a smoothie or something like that, like just letting myself like kind of have both sides because I know that both sides like nourish me and make me feel good in different ways. And I feel like that's a huge thing that I was like really missing mm-hmm. because I think that, you know, as I said earlier, like end of first year, I was like such the party girl. Like I was, that was like my identity. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm the party girl. Like I love to go out. Like I'm, you know, the crazy one, like all this stuff. And that's fine. Cause I still think that's a huge part of who I am. But I also think that you know, having the time to also sit back and like go to the complete other side and be like, I am health and wellness queen. Like I, I'm so amazing, all this stuff. And then like realizing like you can have both sides where mm-hmm. I can make, I can make a beautiful, like loaded nourish bowl before I go out. And then I can the next morning have a Tim Hortons farmer's wrap. And, you know, then it makes my stomach feel gross after that I go lay in bed for the rest of the day. You know, like there's both like, just realizing that like it really isn't the be all end all and also taking into account that like this time in our lives is the time to have fun Mm -hmm. do your thing go out spend time with friends and that life is way too short to be like oh my god I wonder like how many like calories are in this shot of vodka you know what I mean like no I agree it's really sad like I guess my last couple days of university were like super emotional I think for most people and it just, like, really made me think. I was, like, this – so fourth year was the only year that I stayed at school the entire time, which was, like, a huge, like, mm-hmm. win for me. And, like – but it also, like, I was so happy, Amazing. but I was also so sad at the same time. So I was, like, I wasted so many months, so many years on, like, trying to be the healthiest version of myself. And just, like, when I thought what healthy meant, like, just led me to, like, you know, restriction, over-exercising, which led to so many health is- issues, mm-hmm. which then, you know, impacted my life. And I was, like, if I could go back, obviously, I would have changed the way things have, like, I did things, but I know things, like, happen for a reason, whatever, but it just, you know, it really made me think and reflect on my life and stuff, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's, like, mm-hmm. you weren't giving yourself that other end of the spectrum, like, yeah. life said, like, our bodies need yeah. the nourishment, the healthy foods, the sleep, all of that. But we also need some sort of thing that's going to give us that serotonin, that dopamine, that like happiness. And the way that I think about it is sometimes when I'm feeling like guilty, if I went out like 
a few times of like on the weekend and I didn't eat super healthy and I think like oh like I'm off track quote unquote I think about it and I'm like no but I needed that because I need something to look forward to in the week like we need that little boost of happiness we need that time spent with friends because what like that's what life is about for me at least like Mm -hmm. it's about the relationship you have and the fun things you get to you get to share with other people so I think that's so amazing I love the way you say like nourish your body in two different ways because I think a lot of people get wrapped up thinking that there is only one way Mm -hmm. to do that the right way and then that's when people fall off and they think like okay if I'm gonna party like might as well go all out and whatever and I'm not I'm not going to treat myself well on the other end of the spectrum so I love that yeah I was just make a connection off of that because Blythe was making a point of how you know she'll you'll go out and then you'll be up late and drink and you know you get like a poutine or like drunk muck and then you know sleep in and then maybe the next day like you get outside and fresh air and have a smoothie or have a more like balanced nourishing breakfast but there are so many people out there on the weekends who they just like they think they're like, oh, it's weekend time. I can cut every, like, I can just do whatever I want. I can go wild. I can eat whatever I want. And then come Monday, they feel like shit because you have to make sure that you're nourishing, as Blythe, you guys have both said, like, nourishing both sides mm-hmm. of your mind. You know, like, you need to be social, go out and have new experiences. But at the same time, you also need to make sure that you're, you know, taking care of yourself so you don't get run down and your mental mm-hmm. health doesn't drop. Because I know for me, at least, when I, drink a lot I get really bad like scaries the next day and get so anxious and just get really like sad and down Mm -hmm. so I know that I need to you know get outside the next even if it's not a long walk even just going around the block just getting fresh air um Mm -hmm. something that's so important to me Mm -hmm. because yeah you just I think it's so important to focus on you know having your night out and everything then the next day doing a few things that maybe you know make your mind happy even if it's just like opening your window and lying in bed just like small things like that I think it's important to not have the two extremes you know like if you go all out crazy on the weekend come Monday so many people have the mindset that they're like oh it's Monday fresh start I can't eat this I can't eat that I need to work out x amount and that's just not healthy or balanced at all no no yeah I think also too like a big thing for me like obviously this year as you guys probably had too like it was a lot of going out like just in general like I think like obviously like by the end of the month like by the end of April like when everyone was like still here and like even now a bit too like you know going out like this sounds really bad but I'm gonna be full disclosure like going out you know like probably like four to five nights a week and like that's a lot that's a lot of that's a lot Mm -hmm. that's a lot but I think that you know coming from a place where it's like a lot of people sometimes can get and like myself included can get caught up in that and not give themselves like the right balance where it's like you know okay if I'm doing that I'm just gonna go on like a straight bender and like you know not take care of myself at all and I think that you know and obviously like this isn't I don't want to sound like shaming anyone at all because like I've been there like I literally have been and like and the thing was like I realized how shit I felt after and I was like okay like I don't know if I I can't do this, you know, but a part of me is still, as I said, like the social person who's like, okay, but I still want to go out and see my friends and whatever. And I think that getting to a place where you can also, and obviously it takes time because of like the culture and environments that we're in, but getting to a place where it's like, you can go out 
you can have a couple casual drinks. You're not getting like blackout, you know, every single time you go out, but you can know like, okay, this is my limit. This is my perfect amount of like, you know, drinks to get like my fun tipsy level that I feel comfortable and happy with. And then like, also, I think a big thing for me too, was always like making sure that if I was drinking during the week that I had like things scheduled for the next day. Cause if I didn't, then I wouldn't like, it was not as motivating to like go and like, be like, oh, like, let's get her done. You know, and that could be something as simple as like, for me, like having a therapy session booked, having, you know, a coffee date with a friend booked, having, oh, like, a, you know, an, a meeting for a class booked, that type of stuff where it's like having even just like little mm-hmm. things to like have more structure in my day kind of helps me with like, not feeling like, okay, I have to just gravitate towards that one end of the spectrum and rather giving myself the balance mm-hmm. of both. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even if like any, you know, incoming university freshman or any anyone who's just still in university and maybe you're struggling with like this readjustment as well with like, oh, you know, finding a good balance, not falling into like, you know, oh, I'm just going to go in a bender and not care about myself for a week straight. I think that's a huge tip of like creating mm-hmm. structure while also still having fun and like letting yourself like kind of live both like b- both best of both worlds um because it really helped for me mm-hmm. and i think that it's something that i've really like especially in the last like couple months where it's been like a lot of social events i really it's yeah. really helped me a lot with not like feeling like shitty every day <laughs> after I, after i wake up from drinking no it's so important i think so many people have honestly just like hit a wall at least like a lot of fourth years and mm-hmm. stuff after going out for like a full month of april and stuff i mean i was in exams till the end of april so i didn't have like i didn't go out every as much as everyone mm-hmm. else but yeah i think this i think it's hard some people just don't realize that you know you got to have the balance because some people were like oh yeah after we'll like i'll be fine i'll go back to like being healthy and stuff you know but it's just important to like while you're in it to continue mm-hmm. that healthy balance cycle um and now I was honestly wondering if maybe we could touch more I know we've talked a lot about the food and stuff but maybe your kind of like your exercise journey and how you found the ways like your favorite kinds of movement and exercise and how you knew that um what you're doing is like healthy for you and you're not overdoing it and yeah, she just want to touch on that a bit. Yeah, totally. So like I am a very meticulous person. I am very detail oriented. I am very like I focus in on like the nit- like the nitty-gritty of things. And like I love to-do lists. I'm big type A. As I think we all are. <laughs> um, but so like basically for some context, in high school I took like a personal fitness class. I'm pretty sure Catherine took it as well. Um, and that class like literally taught me everything I think I know about like the gym and exercise and creating like a balanced workout um, and like how to use machines and how to lift, um, which was like the most valuable thing that I've ever had in my life. Like I think that that, yeah, shout out to Sarah, Sarah Mayen. If you're listening to this, I don't know if you are, I hope you are, but we love you. Um, But that really like changed everything for me just to like, and also I should like mention, like I never played sports. I never played sports. I am not an athletic person. I have no hand-eye coordination. I can't like, I'm really, Catherine knows. Like, I'm really clumsy, uncoordinated, whatever. We did talky. We did field talky. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that. Oh my God. No, it's like really bad. Like I can't, like it's so bad. I have no balance. I feel like I'm like, like, when I feel like you're a soccer star or like volleyball or something. Oh, that's like really, that's the vibe I get from looking at you. That really hypes me up. Thank you. I would not have expected that, but 
Um, yeah. So like, I found that like, from that age, fitness became like my sport, whereas like, I was like, and I'll say at that point, it was not unhealthy at all. It was great. It was something that I was excited about doing. I loved it. I was like, this is great. I'm going to also do like fitness classes. I'm going to start going to soul cycle. Like I love this. So then when I went to like McGill in like first year, I would like go to the gym, nothing too crazy, just like balanced, whatever. And then when I got home from like, when I got home from first year, as I mentioned earlier, and I was like, I'm going to get back on track, whatever. I started doing a mix of like, and like, mind you, like for that month and a half, I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, okay, I'm going to work out every day. <sighs> That's where it all starts. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to do a mix of like soul cycle. And then also like bar and Pilates. Cause my mom had like a membership to a studio, like right by my house. And I was like, I'm just going to do a mix of both, maybe some runs here and there, like whatever. And it was fine. It was all good. And then when I got back to McGill in the fall, as I said, I was only going to the gym like probably three times a week. Nothing too extreme, but I was very meticulous about how I went to the gym. I always had to run the same amount every time. Yep. I always had to do like the same workout. Maybe I'd throw in a couple new moves here and there, but no. Yep. And yeah. And then like, I think from there, it was like, when I got home, I was like, okay, hey, obviously same pattern. All I have to do now is work out. Like that's my only activity. Started just like doing just like literally just hit every day, like every day. Like I think the month of, cause obviously it was like that, like that March, April and May, I think that I genuinely, and this sounds so bad and it's not like, I hope this doesn't come off as like, oh, like inspiration for anyone. Cause it really is not like I'm talking about how unhealthy it is. Mm-hmm. I think I literally went like a month and a half without a rest day. And it wasn't even like on purpose. I was just like, I'm bored. This is all that I can do right now. And I was like, it's fun. It passes the time. But like, (laughs) I look back and I'm like, that is so fucking unhealthy. Like that is insane. Like that is crazy. So I I think from there, yeah, it was just, it was just wild. Like, I don't know. And I don't think like my, like, I think it was just like, like, no one like really like any for myself. I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, that's fine. That's all good. Yeah. I think you don't understand until you've gone through something that it's actually a bad thing. And like during COVID, exactly. a lot of people used exercise and food as a way to like control their emotions and stuff, because those were kind of the only things you really could control and like things that you could like, yeah, understand and stuff mm-hmm. because the totally. world is so uncertain. 100%. And then like I – I got back to school, like after the summer and stuff, summer, I was like at my cottage, I'd like do workouts, but it was like, you know, it was like things I made up on my own. It was like pretty, it was okay. Like it was, it wasn't as extreme as it was before, but it was still like extreme. Mm -hmm. And then when I got back to school, I actually started like to be like, okay, like I need to like actually incorporate rest days. Cause like, this is getting like unhealthy for me. Um, but at the same time, that was when I started doing jabs. Oh, everyone knows jabs. But I will say, even though Jabs was, like, really intense, for people who don't know, Jabs was, like, an online, like, Zoom-based workout based out of New York that was, like, um, kickboxing and stuff like that. But it was, like, kickboxing hit and, like, dance. It was really fun. Like, it was actually, like, so much fun. And I feel like that really helped me with, like, reshaping exercise and being, like, this is something that I actually want to do. Because I literally leave the class, like, feeling, like, so many endorphins, being, like, that was the most fun I've had ever. Cause like, as I said, there wasn't a lot going on. So jabs was like the highlight of my day. I do yeah. like seven along. So like jab time. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that really helped me like reshape exercises, like 
rather than being like, okay, I have to do this. I mean, like, okay, I want to do this. And like, it's fun. It makes me excited. And then that kind of transgressed and like flowed into like other areas of exercise too, where I was like, okay, like I'm going to like experiment with like Pilates. I'm going to experiment with like, you know, got into bar. And then that kind of obviously with raise the bar, you know, literally one of the loves of my life, like that also just really helped me also understand like, I'm doing this because I want to do it and it makes me feel good and it makes me feel strong and empowered. And, you know, I think it's also a really big mental shift because I used to be like the girl, not the girl, but like, I used to always like, you know, like take photos of myself, like flexing after a workout to be like, oh my God, like, should I get more muscular? Like, oh my God, like are my abs more prominent? Like, oh my God, oh my God. But now it's like, I get more excited when I finish a workout and I'm like, oh wow, like I could, you know, my legs felt so much stronger during that, or I didn't have to drop my arms, you know, I feel strong. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a huge thing for me where like having that shift of like feeling strong and feeling confident and feeling, and it's not even about the appearance, but it's like the mental aspect of it too, where it's like, I feel more level-headed. I feel less Mm -hmm. agitated, less irritable. And it's also funny because you notice when there's like not, and it also that you notice like when you do, when you're a very active person and when you rely on exercise for like, not rely on it, but like when, when exercise gives you so many mental benefits, you really do notice a difference when you don't do it for a while. Like I know when I was moving out of my apartment, so like probably like, like last weekend, yeah. so like a weekend, mm-hmm. like, you know, a week ago, um, like basically there was a lot of social stuff going on the two, like the days before. And then I was moving out, moving in. So I didn't work out for like a week, which is like probably like, that's like probably the longest ish I've like gone in a while, like other than like during spring break. And I noticed that like, I was way more like irritable and like anxious about things where like little things would like set me off, you know, cause I didn't have like that area to like stress release and just be like, okay. And so I feel like that's such a crazy, like yeah. when you notice it like that, I mean, also mm-hmm. I've obviously found now like other avenues to like let out my stress rather than just like working out, which was like a huge, that was all coupled in with all the stuff mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. Um, but still too, I just think it's like, it really shows like the power of exercise and how like when you value it for like things that are not toxic and not like so based on something that can change so easily, like your appearance it really helps you reshape it and appreciate it in a new way where it's like, like, for example, after this, like I'm planning on going to the gym and I'm so excited because I'm like, what, I can't wait to like play with the machine and like, you know, go on the treadmill and like play with everything and like listen to my music and like wear my cute outfit. Like, and that's what it should be about, you know, like it's not about, oh, like I need to like, Mm -hmm. you know, burn off this, that and the next thing Mm -hmm. because that's not like how life works. Like it's not sustainable in any sense of the word. Yeah. And I think that too, like the last thing I'll say about like the whole exercise journey too, I think that as things have opened up and as we've been able to be more like openly social and like, you know, not have to be like, oh, my bubble and whatever, I find that exercise is also a great way to, for me to like connect with other people. Like I know that in the beginning of the fall, like the fall semester, me and my friend Maddie, who is nourished with Mads on Instagram, shout out to her, follow her. If you're listening to this, she's great. So my like good friends, like, you know, school friends, but also from Insta. Um, and like me and her led some workout classes on like McGill campus for like our friends in the fall. And it was always so funny because it'd be like a Saturday and we'd be like so hungover and everyone's so hungover. And I'll like 
okay, guys, jump squats now. And everyone's like, Blythe, you took that shot with me last night. How could you know? Like, why are we doing jump squats now? Which is pretty fun and funny. And like, I think too, like, you know, a lot of my friends would like come over and we do like raise the bar together in the mornings, you know, like me and my boyfriend like go on runs together sometimes. Sometimes we do like boxing, that kind of stuff. Just like turning fitness into like, rather than a chore, like an activity that you actually want to do and look forward to. And that's just it's all in that mental shift. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think yeah, now that um, I can say probably like all of us have like a better relationship with, you know, exercise and fitness and stuff. Now it's like we almost get the chance to really pick what we want to do. Because before exactly. was like I had a rigid plan. I was like, now I'm like, if I want, I can go spinning if I want. I could do a long walk mm-hmm. one day. I could do a Pilates. I could do a raise the bar or a more strength-based workout. And even like the timing. I used to have to do, like you said, like, like certain amount of times. Whereas now yep. with raise the bar, it's like, oh, I could do a 15-minute one if I want to and a nice walk. You know, like I don't have to just do an hour or two hours. It can be whatever I feel like doing and mixing it up, which is so good because it's like I need to do the exact same thing every single day. And that's just, you're not going to grow at all mentally or physically. You're not doing the exact same thing all the time. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to have the same benefits, even mental benefits. It won't be the exact same. Yeah. Our bodies were just like living on autopilot. Like we were literally running on the treadmill just like day after day after day and nothing was changing and like that gives you no like fulfillment after a long period of time um but yeah that's all I was gonna say (laughs) continue but like that's exactly it like when I was doing when I was talking about like my workouts that I do in second year that was like you know three times a week always the same thing the funniest part was like I was like why am I not getting strong and I was like because you're doing the same thing every single day like it's just oh the lack of like perspective that I think I had at the time, which was also as me and Catherine talked about, like uh, how like there wasn't as many like accounts, like kind of what we try to like promote on Blyce Bites and the Wellness Nut, like at the time, like and I wasn't even I don't think they weren't there, but I think just like the lack of searching where like the media that I was consuming opposite. was so focused on like, you know, do this and then have this workout smoothie. Fit with Cambry. Um, not to name drop, but I was a big fan of hers. So that's a lot now. Um, but I don't know. I just think that like the media you consume too was a huge thing for me where like I was not like having a well-rounded perspective and that like made me be like, oh yeah, like this is fine if I do this every time. You know, I'm going to feel so great. But then once you actually like get a break out of it and like find other, you know, source of media, other accounts to follow, other posts that you see, like it really just helps shift your perspective and be like, as I said, this is not the be all yeah, end exactly. all. Exactly. And I think there's so many influencers mm-hmm. out there who think like who don't necessarily have any like professional credentials or anything, but because they have so many followers, people will just do whatever they say. Literally. Which is just, mm-hmm. You need to do what's good for you. You need to learn through like trial and error and that mm. you're not going to you're not going to be able to do or need to do the same workout routine or eat the same as someone else because our bodies are all so different you know we all require different needs based on our you know basal metabolic rate how much exercise we do in a day are you know like so many different things your like height your Mm -hmm. size anything it all differs so yeah that's important to know I totally agree yeah yeah um I was on a walk with one of my friends yesterday and we were literally talking about this she was telling me about how for so long she was doing these like crazy hit workouts 
um, following just like what some random influencer was like telling her to do that would show her results. And she was waking up every day and doing the same sort of like hit workout every single day. And she's like, why am I not seeing results? And she'd like go into it and leave it more anxious than like before when she started. And I'm like, yeah, it's such a huge thing. If you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to reach the benefits of the physical activity because you're not like, you're not being kind to your body. You're not, you're not being nice to yourself by doing that. And you really have to find the type of workout that works best for you and your lifestyle. And for me, for example, like I love going on long walks and doing Pilates and here and there, like going for a run or whatever I might feel like, but you have to just listen to what your body wants to do because by doing that and listening to yourself you're caring for yourself you're being nice to yourself and that is going to be so much healthier in the long run than torturing yourself with all of these things that you don't even like to do yeah yeah so yeah exactly well I'm so out of breath today it's like talking like ironically we're talking about working out and I can't even like say a sentence without being like oh my god no, sometimes I get like that and I'm so passionate about something and I just keep talking and That's talking I'm not reaching yeah I'm like <laughs> um okay so I was thinking maybe we sort of ended off here and Blythe if you have you know like either one or two pieces of advice for anyone who is super stuck that like they need to be healthy and you know all the time and they need to follow strict routines and yeah just like about balance and uni and any like advice for how kind of how you got to where you are today Okay, so I think a big one, which I kind of like kind of touched on something I said earlier, is that you're never you're not going to remember, like, this a run that you went on or a, you know, salad that you made or a, you know, intense hit workout that you did. You're not going to remember that in five years, you won't, I'm sorry, you will not. But what you will what you will remember is memories that you made with your friends when you were out, whether it's like dancing at a club or like a super funny moment at a house party, or even just like a really fun brunch with your friends. Like it doesn't have to be obviously associated with drinking at all, but like even just something like, oh, you know, me and my friends all went out to this really fun brunch place and we got like these crazy pancakes or whatever, or a really fun drunk muck where, you know, all of your friends are in the same restaurant and you're being crazy and you know, whatever. That's what you're going to remember. So I think that's like, that's pretty focused for university, but I think that it really speaks volume and being that you got to nourish yourself in both ways. And you also like nourish like your social mind and your social wellness. Um, Yes. That's a big one. And then I'd say that my second one would be, I'd say it's the same idea of like, not everything's the be all end all. And that, you know, it may seem like something's like the end of the world, whether it be like a missed workout or, you know, oh, I had, you know, a poutine drunk muck last night. And then this morning, you know, I went to, I don't know, somewhere and got like a huge like diner breakfast, whatever, like that kind of mindset of being like, oh my God. But that, as I just said, it's not the be all end all. Because there is so much more to life, number one, than how you look or, you know, how you perceive yourself. And also that, you know, that kind of stuff where it's like a memory and like a fun time, 
isn't going to like change just as much as people say they're like, oh, like doing one workout isn't going to change how like, you know, how you look or whatever, just as long as that it's like, oh, like having one like wild, like bender of a week or whatever, whatever, it's not going to change anything. Um, mm-hmm. But along with that, too, it's also like find your own balance and like do what feels yeah. best for you, but also don't fall trapped to like, don't fall into the trap of being like, oh, my God, like, I have to be like this or else I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to live up to my mm-hmm. standards, whatever, because standards are stupid. And you like no one is no one is comparing yourself and thinking about mm-hmm. how you are as much as you are yourself. That was not English. Yeah. But mm-hmm. No one is thinking about you as much as you are. No yes. one is thinking about you as much as no, exactly. yourself is. That's how you say Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A little, little, little no. bit of a smooth brain day today, but. <laughs> no, it's, it's so true though. Like people always, like, obviously we all know, like you're your worst critic, mm-hmm. but everyone else is seeing all like the good parts in you that you sometimes don't see in yourself. I think that's just like such a small like reminder that we can take away. Like exactly, we are so much we are so much more like beautiful inside and out than we make ourselves to be. Um, so I think yeah. like a huge tip alongside the balance and like you know having your crazy nights out and then having your balanced week, whatever it may be, is just to be kind to yourself throughout mm-hmm. it all, throughout it all. Because um, I think the minute you start feeling guilty, beating yourself up negatively speaking about yourself looking in the mirror and like internally being like oh I look so this 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 and this that's when it just gets like I don't know that's when things start to spiral and that just like isn't isn't good for yourself and your mental health so I think just throw it at all even if you might have scaries like yeah from a night of drinking like just try and be kind to yourself because mm-hmm. it was worth it probably for the memories you made exactly yeah. I totally agree and I think one of my favorite pieces of advice too like just for anyone that's like my last piece, I know we only said two, but I have one last thing that I just thought of because of what Emily said. But like one of my biggest pieces of advice, like for someone who's like stuck in that cycle of like, oh, like validation, like coming from like food and exercise and like maybe like getting the trope of like the healthy girl, which like and you're not letting yourself have the balance of like, oh, like going out, having fun, whatever. I forget who said this to me. I really wish I could remember. I think it was one of my friends when I was like struggling, like when I finally like opened up to people, whatever, and like told people about like, oh, like this is what's been happening. Um, or maybe I've been saying it to other people. I don't remember. But um, it was that, you know, the people that love you and want to be around you and that care about you and that are your shooters and your number ones, whatever. And not even that, but just like people who want to get to know you, who think that you're a cool person and like, oh, I want to be friends with her. They do not care about how fast you can run 10k or how you look or how prominent your abs are or how you know how much you can lift in the gym or how many times you work out a week or the salad that you had for dinner they care about you as a person and they care about the Mm -hmm. value that you bring to like a friendship like being friends with someone like being friends with you and they care about like your character and how you'll treat them and other people and that, at the end of the day, was, like, one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten. I'm, like, I love that. yeah, and if you are friends with people who care about that stuff, the first stuff that I said, you should drop them because they're not your they're not your real friend and they're probably really mean. So that's a yeah. good piece of advice, yeah, too. Great. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. No, I love that's that. such a good piece of advice. I'm going to use yeah. that now. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks. Um, okay. 
I guess we can, you know, wrap it up here. But mm-hmm. I'm really happy how this episode went. I think it was really informative and yeah, it was really great. Get some really good chats. And I think that this is definitely going to be beneficial to a lot of people. Oh, so, like, so much for coming on. Oh, um, thank you. Thank so you many for having me. Yeah, of course. Now it's so much fun. Um, and yeah, um, hopefully, maybe you'll come on again. But, I'd love to. Um, I've always wanted to go. Guys, I've never been on a podcast before, and I've always wanted to because I love to talk, as you can probably tell. Oh, so I was like, I we can have Blythe on. Yeah. She would be amazing at podcasting. <laughs> it was no, literally, it was you can have your own podcast. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so we will link Blythe's Instagram at Blythe Spites in our um, caption of this. And then, yeah, until our next episode you can check us out at food for thought pod on instagram leave us a rating and review on apple podcasts or spotify and yeah make sure you check out Blythe's bites for lots of recipe meal inspo mental health and yeah we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye, bye. <laughs>